How do you pray a rosary? How do you pray this? The Catholic rosary. Today I'm going to give you a detailed outline, give you the vocabulary of the different parts of the rosary so you know what we're talking about. I'm going to go through how you move along the beads with detailed explanations. And this is all part of a series on how to pray the rosary. So I'd encourage you to uh, look at the videos that have come before it and look at the videos that have come afterward. It's really a, a mini course, an online course on the rosary. So let's get started. Before we do, though, I want to go over the basic vocabulary of the rosary because I'm going to be using these words and I want you to know what they mean. So first of all, what about the word rosary? It actually comes from the Latin rosarium. And rosarium has two definitions. A rosarium is a rose garden, like let's go out into the rosarium. It can also refer to a garland of rosary of roses, a string of roses, or a crown of roses. That's a kind of a later definition. So if you take roses and arrange them as a garland, that's also a rosarium. So this is called the rosary because the idea, mystics talk about this, is when you pray this rosary, and it's, you know, it's a circle. We're talking about a circle here. What you're doing is you're, you're taking every prayer as a rose, and you're stringing them together in a circle, and then you're presenting this as a crown of roses to the Blessed Virgin Mary. That's why it's called the rosary or the rosarium in Germany in German Rosenkranz. Now the real name for the rosary is actually Our Lady's Psalter, and that's the next vocab word. Psalter. What is a psalter? Well, you'll know that in the Old Testament there's a book called the Book of Psalms. You can call it the Book of Psalms, or you can call it the Psalter. The Psalter is all 150 psalms. The Blessed Virgin Mary refers to this devotion as her Psalter. Why? Because there are 150 beads, 150 prayers in imitation of the 150 psalms. Monks and nuns and priests pray all 150 psalms traditionally every week. That is the Catholic tradition. And there was a time, and there still is a time today, when lay people say, you know, I want to be like a monk or a nun. I want to say the 150 Psalms every day or every week, but I'm weak. I don't have that time. So Our Lady introduced 150 shorter prayers, the angelic salutation, also known as the Hail Mary, the Ave Maria, that we say 150 times, just like there's 150 Psalms. That's why the rosary is called the Psalter, Our Lady's Psalter. The next word is bead. Of course, we all know what a bead is. We talk about beaded necklaces. But if you go back in time, the word bead actually derives from the word bid. Like, I bid you adieu. Or you make a bid on a car. Or a bid at an auction. A bid is a request or a plea. And that word bid in English gets applied to the little round things that you pray on, and it's called a bead. 
It's the same word originally, a bid and a bead. It's a prayer bead. That's where we get the English word bead. Now, sometimes we will get confused by this next vocab word, and that is decade. We think of decade as 10 years in English. In English. So we speak of, you know, what's your favorite decade of music? 80s, like 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000, aughts, 2010s, I guess that's what they call them. A decade. Well, on the rosary, a decade is a segment, is one of the segments of 10 prayers. So on a rosary, you'll see five decades. So look with me right here. Decade one, that's 10. Decade two, that's 20. Decade three, that's 30. Decade four, that's 40. And then decade five, that's 50. And it brings us back to the beginning. The reason for that is rosaries are usually in five decades. Even though the entire rosary is 150 or 15 decades, rosaries are made with just the five. And if you wanted to do it, you would go around one, five, again, 10, and then around again, 15, you'd hit them all. Okay? So that's how the, the rosary beads are set up. And that's what is meant by a decade, 10 beats. Now, the last word we need to be clear on is the word mystery. So each decade set of 10 beads is assigned a mystery. So there are 50, there's 150 prayers, which is 15 decades, right? 15 times 10 is 150. And each decade has a mystery assigned to it. So for example, the first Five decades have the first five mysteries. And the first five mysteries, we'll learn all this in, in just a little bit, are the incarnation of Christ when he entered the womb of the Blessed Virgin Mary, the visitation of Mary pregnant with Christ to St. Elizabeth, the mother of John the Baptist. The third one is the nativity or the birth of Christ. The fourth one is the presentation of Christ in the temple by Joseph and Mary. And then the fifth one is finding Christ in the temple after he had been lost for three days. So those are the first five mysteries. And you would think of each one of those mysteries on each of the first five decades. Okay, so that's the vocab. Rosarium, Psalter, bead, decade, mystery. Okay, I think we got that. Now, how do you actually pray the rosary on these beads? Well, the very first thing you're going to do is pick up the rosary and you pick it up at the crucifix. Okay, so you're going to pick it up here. This is the beginning. We can refer to this as the loop, and we can refer to this as like the tail. And this tail that sticks out from the loop is your intro. This is your beginning. This is your ramp up. This is getting you ready. It's not kind of actually into the mysteries or into the decades yet. It's just getting you ramped up. So the very first thing is you grab the cross. Some people kiss it, but you take it, and with the crucifix, you make the sign of the cross in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Or you can do it in Latin, in nomine patris, et fidei, et spiritus sancti. Amen. Once you've done that, you're now ready to begin prayer. We make the sign of the cross, by the way, because it does two things. It recalls that we've been baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. And 
secondly, it invokes the Holy Trinity upon us because we Christians are Trinitarians. We believe that God is three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, and everything we do is inside that mystery of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Once we make the sign of the cross, we pray the Apostles' Creed. I'm going to teach the Apostles' Creed in Latin, and um, my book that you can get the rosary in 50 pages has all the prayers in English and in Latin. So if you want to just have it all in one place and also have some history and theology, check out that book, Rosary in 50 Pages. We pray the Apostles' Creed. Why? Again, the Apostles' Creed was recited when we were baptized. That is the faith that we are baptized into, the teachings of the 12 apostles who were ordained and commissioned by Jesus Christ. It is an affirmation of the faith that we are entering into whenever we pray. And what's great about it is if you pray the rosary every day, you recite the Apostles' Creed every day, which reaffirms your faith every single day. So you can see already this is very God-centered, very Christ-centered. So you say the Apostles' Creed on the crucifix, and then you're going to move into the tail, and the tail has five beads on it. This bead, sometimes it's a big bead on a rosary, a little space, three beads, sometimes they're smaller, and then the fifth bead right here. And on these three beads, you're going to pray the Our Father, who art in heaven. Then you're going to pray a Hail Mary, a Hail Mary, a Hail Mary, and a glory be to the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost on that bead right there. And traditionally, we pray these three beads here. The first one for an increase of faith. The second one, an increase in hope. And the third one, an increase in charity or love for God and for our neighbor. So that's sometimes you'll hear someone say, let us pray the three Hail Marys for an increase of faith, hope, and charity. That's what's going on. And then the glory be. And now we're ready to enter into the loop and the five decades. Now, when you get to this centerpiece, this is called the centerpiece. It's often a medal. This is, mine has a miraculous medal. There's other things there. And sometimes they'll attach other things to it. Those are just bonuses. You don't actually pray on these. But there's the centerpiece. On the centerpiece, you're going to announce the mystery. So in this case, if we're doing the joyful, we could say the Annunciation of St. Gabriel to the Virgin Mary or the Incarnation of Christ. And then once you announce it so that you can think about it, or if you're praying with a group of people, now they can all think about it. Okay, we're doing the joyful. We're going to think about this. We're going to meditate on this. You pray the Our Father on the medal, the centerpiece, and then you have your 10 beads. This is your first decade. And you're going to pray the Hail Mary, which comes from Luke's Gospel, on each one of these beads. So you're going to do it 10 times. That's the decade. And then as you get to the end, you're going to get to a big bead or a bead that's spaced out. And that's going to be the glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. The reason for this is when you pray the Psalms as a Catholic, at the end of every Psalm, you say a glory be to the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. So at the end of every decade, to sort of copy that practice of saying glory be at the end of Psalms, we wait till we've done 10, and then we do glory be to the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. Now, since 
the 1920s, another prayer has been added to that glory be. It's called the Fatima prayer. And it says, Oh my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. Not everybody does that, but 95% of everybody adds that prayer right there after the glory be. Then on the same bead, you're not going to move where you said the glory be in the Fatima prayer. You're going to start over the decade and you're going to say the Our Father. Then, I'm sorry, you're going to announce the mystery. The second joyful mystery is the visitation of the Blessed Virgin Mary to St. Elizabeth. Our Father, who art in heaven. You're going to begin. Then you've got your 10 beads, your 10 prayers, a decade. Hail Mary, all the way, 10 of them. Then you get to the end and you do, once again, glory be to the Father, to the Son, of the Holy Ghost. The Fatima prayer, oh my Jesus, forgive us our sins. And then you're going to announce the third mystery. The third mystery is the birth of baby Jesus. And then you still on that bead, our Father, who arts in heaven, the whole thing. And now you're on the third decade of 10 beads. And while you're praying these, you're thinking about the birth of baby Jesus in Bethlehem. At the end, there's the bead. You say, glory be, Fatima prayer. You announce the fourth mystery. The fourth mystery is the presentation of Christ in the temple when he was a baby. And then you do, still on the bead, our Father. Then you have your ten beads, a decade. You think of the mystery of Jesus being presented in the temple for ten prayers. Then you get to the big bead or the separated bead, and you do the glory be, the Fatima prayer, oh my Jesus. And then on the same bead, you announce the fifth mystery. The fifth mystery is finding Christ in the temple after he'd been lost for three days. The Our Father, then you have your ten beads, ten Hail Marys. You think about Christ being lost in the temple and then being found again by Mary and Joseph and what they felt during that whole time. Then when you get to the end, you're back at the centerpiece and you do the glory be, the Fatima prayer, and now you're done. And traditionally, you're going to pray either the Salve Regina, the Hail Holy Queen, or the Litany of the Blessed Virgin Mary. And our family adds all kinds of other things at the end, like the Angel of God prayer and prayers for the Pope and for America and for an end to abortion. And we pray the St. Michael prayer and we have all kinds of extra things. But you don't have to do that. Technically, once you get there and you do the Hail Holy Queen or the, the Litany, the rosary is finished. Now, if you're going to keep going and do all 15 decades, which will take you about 45, well, no, it'll take you closer to an hour if you did all of it. You wouldn't do the, the tale again. You would just continue on the next mystery, on the next mystery, on the next mystery, and you would just keep going around and around and around until you've done all 15. That's the structure of the beads. Just a word on caring for beads. Cheaper rosaries that have chains will break quickly. They don't last. I am a man who is rough on my rosaries. I keep them in my, I try to have a rosary in my pocket at all times. My kids mess with my rosaries. They go in the laundry sometimes. I need tough rosaries. So I like these military rosaries. They rarely break. And I also like rosaries that actually have cords or strong string in them. So if a child yanks on it or if it gets caught in my pocket, it doesn't break. I have to spend time unknotting or fixing a rosary. So practically, I like 
tough rosaries like this or rope cord rosaries. You can shop around. There's hundreds of great rosary makers out there and different needs, different shapes, different sizes, different toughness for all kinds of people. Um, one more thing to add here is for most people, they only pray five mysteries or five decades a day. My personal goal is to do five decades a day. And then on Sundays, I do all 15 because uh, it's Sunday. Traditionally, there are days of the week assigned to each of the mysteries. So for the joyful mysteries, those are done traditionally on Mondays and Thursdays. It's been that way for hundreds of years. The sorrowful mysteries are done on Tuesdays and Fridays. And the glorious mysteries are done on Wednesdays and Saturdays. Sunday being seasonal. So for example, if you're in Advent, on Sunday, I would do the joyful because it's the birth of Jesus. If it's Sunday in Lent, I would do the sorrowful mysteries because it's the suffering of Jesus, the penance of Jesus. If we're in Eastertide, Paschaltide, Pentecost, on Sunday, I'm going to do the glorious. That's just kind of how I think most people do it, honestly. Now, there is a variation, and we'll get into this. I'll do a video on the Luminous Mysteries that gets this whole thing off. But if you follow it, it goes Monday joyful, Tuesday sorrowful, Wednesday glorious. That's perfect order. And then you start again on Thursday joyful, Friday sorrowful. Friday's a penance day, no meat on Friday. Saturday glorious. So you get joyful, sorrowful, glorious, joyful, sorrowful, glorious. And then Sunday is your wild card. That's how you pray the rosary. Now, I mentioned in another video, when you're praying these, you're praying the vocal prayers, the Hail Mary, Glory Be, Our Fathers, all in these beads, but you're also meditating in your mind the story of the Bible that's kind of underneath the beads. And then underneath that, there's contemplation of your interaction with God. And then you can also tag people on these beads. So let's say on this decade, I'm going to pray for priests. So I'm going to pray for my pastor. I'm going to pray for my bishop. I'm going to pray for my parochial vicar. I'm going to pray for the priest who baptized me, the priest who gave my first communion, so on. Or you can pray for your family and pray for my wife, my mom, my dad, my grandparents, my children, on and on. So you can tag people on the beads. People do that as well. Or you can offer the entire rosary, the whole thing, for an intention. My uncle has cancer. I'm going to offer this whole rosary asking God to heal him and bless him. You can do that. So it's pretty versatile, the rosary. And this is why we love the rosary so much. And it's why so many of the saints say, pray the rosary every day. So make sure you are praying the rosary every single day. It's a lovely prayer. It's so good. If you want to learn more, I have a whole book that's very short. It's called, aptly, The Rosary in 50 Pages. It's a 50-page book on why pray the rosary, where do we get the rosary, the history of the rosary, how you pray the rosary, everything I covered today in detail with pictures, saints endorsing the rosaries, uh, miracles and history about the rosary, and then the very end of the book is all the prayers of the rosary in English and Latin. So if you want a one-stop shop that's only 50 pages and gives you everything quick, Get, get my book, The Rosary in 50 Pages. This right here is a series, a podcast series on YouTube, uh, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher. 
however you listen or watch podcasts on the rosary. So make sure you get into the playlist and see all the other videos on why we should be praying the rosary, objections to the rosary, how to pronounce the rosary prayers in Latin, etc. And if you like this video, please like it, give it a thumbs up, please share it. And if you're new, please subscribe. I'd really appreciate all of that. And remember, our Lord Jesus Christ says, you're the light of the world and the salt of the earth. So go out there and be salty and pray the rosary every day. I hope this helps. God bless. Thank you so much for watching this video. If you'd like to learn more about the rosary, I have a whole playlist on the theology of the rosary, why pray the rosary, also how to pray the rosary in English, how to pray the rosary in Latin. So click on that rosary playlist on the right side of the screen. Before you do, please subscribe to this channel. I'd appreciate it. Thank you. God bless.